My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, friends and family from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with your host, David J. Harris, Jr., And it is Friday. I always say TGIF. I say it for every day of the week because we've got to pause and be thankful, friends, for every single day, even when we're dealing with the tragic loss of our military personnel from yesterday and the chaos that just seems to continue to unfold in Afghanistan. There's so many things that could drag our attention into places that emotionally are not good for us to stay. I understand feeling the emotions, feeling the weight, feeling the the, uh, the sadness over our losses and over the families, praying for the families. I 100% understand the need to do that. I feel we all need to do that. Take time to feel those emotions, but don't stay there. You've got to remember to get back to have times in your day where you get in places, spending time with family, with loved ones, in prayer and worship is one of my places I really, really just uh, come back alive, get reconnected with the creator of the universe that wants to know us intimately. That's why I call him Papa. So you got to have those times. And my my goal of my show is to not only give you some of that, also cover the news, obviously, bring you incredible, amazing individuals like I have for you today. Um, and then also try to just continue to shed light on the chaos and the programming, I believe, 100% propaganda that is still trying to come out from a lot of the mainstream news outlets. And then, you know, this, there's a saying, has hell frozen over? Friends, it seems like when you've got this massive collection of mostly all liberal networks or talk show hosts, when you've got a collection, an absolute avalanche on your hands from these individuals that slammed Donald Trump every day he was in office, they made a living off of just bashing President Donald Trump and sticking up for Joe Biden. Now it seems the tides have changed. Not even the liberal mainstream media networks, most of them can ignore the absolute catastrophe that is Joe Biden and his Afghanistan situation. It's hard to argue that the White House didn't shank the withdrawal. You cannot defend the execution here. This has been a disaster. It's just unconscionable for them to get it that wrong. And this is about leaving hastily and ineptly. Secretary Blinken, how did President Biden get this so wrong? This president and his indifference to things he was warned about put us where we are. And that's a fact. He's lost the competency uh, uh, high marks that he was getting at one time. Does President Biden not bear the blame for this disastrous exit? Uh, It's a failure and he needs to own that failure. I supported President Biden. I did campaign. And this is the first time in my life that I regret my decision that I made. The idea that President Biden ordered 2,500 service members out and now is sending up to 5,000 service members back in, does that not on its face show that the, ex- that the exit was ineptly planned? Just a thought. Maybe we should have checked with the Afghan army 
if they had the will before we gave them the tools and the weapons, because now the Taliban has the will and the weapons. This remains very much a disaster, and one of the contributing factors here is when you listen to the president, he is saying things that simply uh, do not comport with the reality that we are seeing with our own eyes. You know, I think it's devastating to President Biden's international credibility and to the credibility of the country that he leads, the United States of America, as we go around the world. Will the Democrats have his back the way the GOP had Trump's back in low moments? Nope. Not judging by this week. Are you kidding me? Thank God we finally got some truth coming out of those networks and those individuals. But it always makes me curious and makes me wonder what is their agenda I don't think they just are willingly going to all of a sudden turn over a leaf and start actually reporting the truth to us. I think there's no way in the eyes of public opinion that they could stick up for this president and his disaster in Afghanistan. Blood, American blood is now on this president's hands. Where are all the people that were calling for impeachment from Donald Trump over making a phone call to the uh, prime minister of Ukraine? Where are they at? He was making a phone call. This is actually American soldiers, our military blood on the hands of Joe Biden. Not even these pundits can refute it. Well, I've had Victor Marks, amazing man, amazing ministry, former Marine. He's a veteran. He's uh, spent six years in and out of the Middle East, uh, in Afghanistan. Sometimes he's part of a coalition that is right now currently making a huge difference. Maybe you heard the headlines today about Pineapple Express, U.S. veterans that went in and literally got out Afghanis, our allies, friends, did the job that our military should be doing, that Joe Biden should be doing. But where is he at? Apparently, he's in a basement somewhere. He's probably getting his rest. Uh, He's probably just trying to hide from this debacle. He needs to step down and resign. And uh, for me, I'm like, give me some mean tweets. Make tweets mean again. Yeah, give me some mean tweets. Give me some mean tweets of the president of the United States that actually cared about our American troops, that cared about America, and cared about our sovereignty. Give me that any day. Like these shirts, I've shared it. All 100% of the profits from my merch stores from now till the end of the month are going to amazing nonprofit organizations like the ones that just conducted a successful extraction in Afghanistan. Part of that coalition is my good friend, Victor Marks, who's going to join me right now. You want to get some merch? Check it out at davidharrisjr.com. All right, Victor, I want to bring you in here, my brother. Congratulations on a job well done. Your your coalition that you're a part of getting these Afghans out. What's the total number of Afghanis that you've been able to get out so far? And just tell us, you know, how it feels to have some success on this front. Yeah, with our coalition, I know we're over 5,000 right now. And the network is strong, there's multiple teams, but there's a funnel uh, because to get people out of Kabul airport, there's a funnel that once you hit that, then everybody's trying to work together. So, uh, man, I'm proud of these uh, men that have done the hard deal. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann is actually uh, a friend and uh, served with our CEO, Jeff Teagues, but uh, he he was leading. And I'll tell you, it's important for people to pray for what we call the quiet professionals that are doing the deal. Because we said, we said there just comes a point where vets uh, are not going to sit sit back and watch good people get killed and slaughtered when, when we can do something. So, you know, there's going to be a pivot now because Kabul Airport is really shut down. It's sealed up uh, really good. And uh, they're, they're working. Pretty much working. all the gates. Pretty yeah, much all the gates are closed. Yeah. 
field. The, the, and and the, there's such a crowd outside that there's hardly any way somebody that does have an SIV that should get in the airport would be able to get in there anyway. Yeah, I mean, our what we're recommending and telling families that we're helping and uh, is to stay and stay home, stay in a safe house, hide, hide. Do not come out right now. Do not go to the airport. It's sealed. And, um, you know, whatever people want to think, I guarantee you the Taliban is not our friend. And they're working with Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K. Uh, they're kind of using them as a proxy to do their dirty dealings. Because remember, it was the Taliban that actually released thousands of ISIS fighters. So, uh you know, they've got the checkpoints, but you tell me how are how are so many suicide bombers getting through? They're letting them through to do the dirty deed. So, uh, again, hats off to the ground team and teams that are doing it. The network of intelligence, which uh, it's it's everywhere, um, and how so many people will be able to be rescued, moved, and evacuated. Uh, and, of course, our active duty military. Yes, there it's it's uh this is a hard work. It's messy, but it's got it's got to be done. What's the alternative? Watch people die. No, no, that cannot be the alternative. Absolutely cannot be the alternative. You know, I saw I showed that clip. You probably I'm sure you, you saw that or were hearing it. What is your take on so many of these mainstream media leftist liberals that bash Trump at every chance they got now all of a sudden turning their uh, turning their attention on Biden? and not giving him any wiggle room whatsoever. What do you make of that? Well, I believe they want somebody else mm -hmm. to stand behind the sill of the president. They want somebody else to be at that podium, which, you know, what's going to happen? Do we go from bad to worse? I just want to focus on the fact that people who voted for Biden, this is what you've got. Look what he did and it's done in such a short amount of time. And, and I, you know what, again, I've said it, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of respect for people who don't take responsibility. And when they start pushing it off, uh, as a leader, you have to take responsibility for the good and the bad, because ultimately it falls at your feet. So, you know, the debacle right now is, it's a pivot. People have to pivot. For our organization, all things possible, uh, we've already started reaching refugees that are here in the U.S. A lot of people don't know, but there's already refugees in certain military bases. One of them, and I'll say, you know, uh, in Texas is Fort Bliss. And we've actually provided uh, thousands of dollars worth of clothes for children. Because trust me, when they're rescued, when they're evacuated, they're brought to a transfer station, then they're flown here. They don't, they don't, they don't even have clothes. It's uh, so uh, our team initiated, got there right away. And you have to start helping the Afghans when they're here. If you don't, it's going to be a bad transition. And I'll tell you, uh, they need love and hope. It's just like people watching right now at home. If your town was invaded and you had to flee your home uh, for the fear of death and you're put on an airplane and flown somewhere, that's really what they feel. That's the reality. Uh, we're getting, you know, we, we still have families in Kabul in the area, Christians that we're still working to get out, but the operation has to pivot. 
where you know we're in a we're in a different phase now. We we were hard and heavy and fast on getting them out of Kabul, but that's really not a, a location uh, that can be used. So we're pivoting, we're planning, uh, we're using battlefield patients, and we're developing uh, the strategy for long term to get people out. And as a matter of fact, I'm you know. I was in the region, I'm out, I'm going back in, uh, specific to the area for uh, a development. Again, these next phases and what we have to do to get people out by air or ground, uh, they're, they're, they're gonna be extremely dangerous. So we need people praying, uh, that's the best I can say. But now we're, we really are assembling great men and women and expanding a coalition, but narrowing our network, uh, including people in Afghanistan and surrounding areas uh, to get the job done in unique, covert, unconventional ways. Well, we know that you know how to get the job done. Victor Marks working with a coalition to help uh, that just was had a successful mission, Opera, uh, Pineapple Express have extracted over 5,000 uh, of, our, of our allies out of Afghanistan, and uh, I'm curious what you think about this. We've heard Joe Biden speak to us all yesterday. He spoke to the world, literally, and fumbled his way through and still tried to blame it on Trump. Listen a little bit of what Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, has to say about uh, Afghanistan. We have been put in the worst position we could possibly be put in, a position that nobody would have even thought possible even two weeks ago. Nobody would have thought this would be possible, that we could be in a position like this where the Taliban and others are dictating. And they're the ones saying, get out on the 31st. I think Biden wanted to stay, but they said, we will not have you get out. There will be consequences. You heard that. That was said by the leader of the Taliban. We want you out by the 31st. There will be consequences. What kind of stuff is this? These are the people that we had at bay to a level that you wouldn't believe. There was no way that they never even fired on our troops. 